0: Hate on us, DK. No, they can't hate on us. We're on time. On time. Look All at us. you. Yes. Well, not yeah. to mention, we match. We do match, DK. Like we're about to go on the bank robbery, man. <laughs>
2: There's a bank right
0: across. <laughs> Wait a second. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> The way I, AI works, we don't need to say those things out no, loud. Like. <laughs>
2: no. How about these oh. two people doing this podcast that want to rob
0: banks? I know. Oh, well, one guy got to wake up. Yeah? <laughs> You're good. You're ready today, man. That's what I'm talking about, DK. We're he ready, popped. and
2: so are they, apparently. hmm We're ready yeah. to do Actually, this?
0: Pittsburgh fan 412 was
2: just in here. My son and I were just in. Talking with their, they're from, from, they're in from Portland, Oregon for the Penguins opener tonight, season opener against the Chicago Blackhawks. We'll be talking more about that too. Uh, Lots, lots of stuff happening downtown
0: today. Are you ready, Moan? Oh man, from Portland, Oregon, DK. That's intense, man. Oh, they, it's, it's an intense fan base. All right. Well, well, that's why we get the booze in the stadiums too. Is that why? And chance and the whole deal. There Mm -hmm. we go. Then I got (laughs) us.
2: this out behind me you see the boss hard at work back there boo there she is (laughs) we got so much new stuff like Steelers stuff penguin stuff uh, tons and tons of it she can't keep up nice man because it's uh it's been really really busy between Steelers and now hockey season begins tonight uh in pittsburgh it's an espn national game uh between the penguins and the blackhawks oh Uh, amazing stat here, Moan. Now I know this isn't a hockey show, but tonight, when they take the ice, Sidney Crosby, Evgeny Malkin, and Chris Letang will become the first set of three teammates to ever play 18 seasons together. What? They're break in professional sports. They're breaking the record that had been held or that they had shared for a year with Derek Jeter, Jorge Posada. And Mariano Rivera of the Yankees. These guys are now the most venerable set of three teammates in professional sports history.
0: A level of consistency and trust. Oh, so well,
2: what does that sound like, Moan?
0: I sound like Pittsburgh Steelers. It's the reason you don't fire coaches in the middle of the season okay everybody
2: see how this is like kevin bacon there's three degrees of everything coming back to matt canada right
0: what you want me to do dk (laughs) that's just what we are man uh no let's let's not breeze past that real fast though dk so what what is it essentially ownership their level of play has to play a part and nobody's handing out paychecks to guys that can't play no and these guys can still play all three of them i mean Uh,
2: Sid and Gino were point of game guys. Uh, letang was still an outstanding defenseman and now they've added for this year. And this has everybody here through the roof. Eric Carlson, who was the Norris trophy winner in the NHL last year as the best defenseman in the league. So they've got all of this coming. They're older. They're older, but Moan, you've been
0: there older in your career. You can adjust. Can't you? Yeah, you can adjust. The mind does a whole lot for you and what you're Mm. good at. Uh, you you need to show that at all times in those moments. Sid, doing his thing has to be, when, you, when you're when you needed, go answer. I want to ask you about Sid, too, because hockey isn't my specialty. Never has been. Gone to a few games. I know this is a podcast that talks mo- uh, mostly about the Steelers, but let's go here for a second because it's the Ramon Foster show, DK, and I need to you know want. something. I need go to ahead. know something on the bye week. So, I'm here in Nashville, home of the Predators. Yes. They Hate Sid. Well, so explain to me why is Sid not good anymore, or what? Okay, I need that to know. one's
2: very simple. I was there in 2017. I was there Ooh. in Nashville for two weeks. Sid, Sid stole the hearts and dreams of a city. Okay, Music City thought it had its first ever major championship. Okay, the Predators went in through the Western Conference Final, just burning the village down. And then they looked really good in the first two games of the final. And you're thinking it's just a matter of time. But then Sidney Crosby and the Pittsburgh Penguins did their thing, despite having a bunch of guys missing, including Latang, played through injuries. Uh, standard was the standard, as long as we're on the football <laughs> theme here. And they won. The Penguins did game six right there. In Nashville, Tennessee, with all the country music people outside and filling up Broadway and and Garth Brooks is out there and Carrie Underwood's boyfriend or husband at the time was on the
0: team and it was all so sad. So they hate Sid. That's it. Oh man, DK! I didn't, <laughs> I didn't realize that. Okay, I I get it now. I want I actually just start Lorenzo's question. I want to go there after we do right. the Hey Moan segment too. Mm-hmm. Uh, you going to the opener, DK? Hockey I'm play? covering. Yeah, yeah, I would miss it. Okay, yeah. that is freaking phenomenal, man. Um, uh, we got good news today from the horse's mouth. Also, Deontay, man. Stating 100%. It was
2: it was two good words from him. It was, hell yeah, meaning mm-hmm. he's going to be ready mm-hmm. after the bye. <laughs> I, I had kind of suspected that, and I kind of suspected the same for Anthony McFarland, who's also tracking in that direction. Yes. Mm-hmm. Remember what he was doing before the injury? You know what's funny? I mentioned this on yesterday's show, and I saw one of the comments was, man, I forgot all about him.
0: I did. <laughs> okay,
2: but that happens. But he was supposed to be a big part of this offense. Yes. Okay? So, and, and, and here they are, you know, and, and if they're coming back, we'll see about Pat Friermuth. Don't forget about him.
0: So was you hear, you know, it's fascinating. You just hit a trigger word when it comes down to uh, what you said about Anthony McFarlane. Uh, you, you said you, you, you've somewhat forgot about him. That is why a lot of the times players play hurt. Players lie about injuries. Players don't want to retire. It's so hard, DK, to identify when you're in your prime. For a guy like Anthony McFarlane, man, I don't want to miss this game because somebody's going to do something good and they're going to forget. Yes, and he finally had broken through. He finally—he wow. he didn't have one foot in the door. He had both
2: feet in the door. And and you know, he and I talked about that. This was a couple of times uh, in Latrobe, and then once after a preseason game down in Atlanta. And he said to me. I'm not taking anything for granted. I haven't done anything yeah. yet in the game. And sure enough, you know, he gets hurt right away. And you're like, no, man. But yeah. he's going to be a big part of this. Guys aren't getting separation. Yeah. Yeah. They didn't get separation Sunday against Baltimore.
0: They did not, man. That That is... Uh... That's fascinating that you said it because we have somewhat forgotten about Anthony McFarlane because win losses, divisional games, bad losses, and stuff like that. You think to yourself, you're at full strength. That's why also Coach T is, is – is him saying what he's saying about Baltimore came in at full strength. He did. I don't On think I've ever heard him
2: say never that. Never heard it. Not once. Never heard him reference the other team's injury report.
0: Never, DK. But I that think that is-
2: was his way of telling us, listen – What you see, what you see is ugly. What we see is just beautiful. Okay? Yeah, because all we came here for was the result, and the result to us is
0: beautiful. Yeah, yeah, Under these circumstances. Under these circumstances. Goodness, DK, that is fascinating, man. But it's so many things that go into guys being available, man, like Anthony McFarland. I was talking to my son. Two hours, what did he say? Two hours about Anthony McFarlane coming back. That's going to be huge. Uh, the bye did come at the right time. And I don't know if I've ever oh. met a coach that hasn't said the bye week came at the perfect time. DK, it always is. It, at the this, perfect one time. this one did.
2: This one did. And maybe remember when the schedule first came out, the NFL's official schedule, one of the thoughts was, boy, that's awfully early for a bye week.
0: Uh uh-uh. uh. Yeah.
2: Uh uh-uh. uh. Yeah. Yeah, no, no. I, I'm still it's stuck good. by what TJ, I mentioned on yesterday's show, but what TJ said to me. On the way out of the room, he goes, all that matters right now is that we get healthy.
0: Yeah. And even better, though, coming down the stretch, they have – they got to go to the West Coast. We got to break the streak. Like, legit West Coast. Like, Los Angeles. I know the Raiders was, but give me another 45 minutes in the flight to get to L.A. if it's that long.
2: Yeah, there's no streak. I, you went out there and played in a in a soccer did. stadium <laughs> with Duck and quarterback
0: last I, I checked. I'd say, <laughs> ta- speaking of Nashville and people who are here – That's how y'all saw him at a football game, too, here in Nashville. I'm doing my job on the sideline, and I hear Ramon. I I usually don't turn around. And I was like, "Mm, let me look real quick. Devlin Hodges in the doggone crowd. And I went and dapped him up real quick. I'm like, dude, what's going on? He was at the game chilling, man. But I think he's dating some uh, country music star or something like that these days. So he's in Nashville, too. Of course Uh, he is. Polly
2: says when you play any Pittsburgh team, you play the whole city including the other two pro teams. That's true. You guys pay attention tonight on social media, and you will see that all of Pittsburgh's teams send out, uh, go get them, good luck messages on opening yeah. day. Uh, they're all using the same colors. I already saw the one that the Steelers sent out to the Penguins, and it's it's a combo picture of Najee Harris and Evgeny Malkin because Gino is a big Steelers fan, and Najee's been to Penguins games uh, Moan, you've done it yourself when you I were have. a player. I saw you bounce around here to the other two venues. There's nothing like it, man. Same man. first name, same set of colors,
0: only place in the country. And I loved it. You, you go into Pittsburgh if you're there long enough. hey, if you're there for a year, you will learn you're adopted by every other sport, man. And you're gonna get a jersey, Pingles jersey. Got two yes. of those. I got yep. a Crosby and I got a base one, Stockland, and I got uh numerous Pirates jerseys too. You guys, you know what we have to talk about at some point. Maybe oh, it can too. be after the break. Was what a fool Dave and Al made of themselves in Penguins <laughs> <English laughs> games? Can we do that? They were in competition with somebody, man. Yeah, each other, each other, and <laughs> Taylor LaJuan, man, from the Titans. That's who it was. D- drinking beer uh, through fish and stuff. Goodness.
2: Who, who could be the biggest fool? That's what. That's what they were doing. And they did a good job of it too, man. <laughs> Memories. <laughs> They sure did. Guys, when we come back, we're going to get into the only segment that matters. And that's, hey, Mo on a bye week. On a bye week. On a bye. At DK Pittsburgh Sports, we take pride in coverage that connects our city's fans to their favorite teams. Now, that connection's stronger than ever. Introducing our all new state of the art app. Find expert inside reporting and original podcasts. Check live box scores, track the latest stats. Chat it up with our community of thousands of fans all in one place. The new app from DK Pittsburgh sports coverage that connects. And welcome back to the Ramon Foster show and, and and Moan, there's so many things to look forward to over this bye week in terms of just pure discussion. Okay. Mm Mm-hmm. The first thing that I, that I want to bring up with you is, is your stance on these running backs. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because oh. we're seeing Jalen Warren do things that look like things that Najee Harris can't do. But at the end of the day, there are positives to be said for Najee, including all of his yards after contact, including the way he performed in the third quarter in Houston when he pretty much tried to do this thing that Jalen did here which is picking the team up and putting it on its back. Uh, give me something on this. Does it have to be an either or? Can there be a reshuffling of the percentage of snaps? Would you be in favor of things just staying the way they are? Talk to me here.
0: Man, <laughs> this one's tough because it's so early in the season. Both dudes are super young, too. Uh I've seen this happen in multiple cities. Of course, you know, the team I cover here in Nashville has a guy that generates a lot of attention. It's Derek Heron. The guy yes. behind him, a young rookie, get in the game and does the exact same thing that Jalen Warren's doing. And that's the same exact conversation we have. I think you've got to deal with both because the, the premier guy, Najee Harris, is going to do something that justifies his first round status and him being RB1 on this, on this uh, roster. It's a matter of... Teams do want to take out your main weapon. Najee is a main weapon because if you allow him to get going, then it's a long day for your entire defense. I I look at Jalen Warren's situation is it's a lot easier to play well when you're the backup too. You have no worries. It's psychological, DK. I will say that because you know at the end of the day, I'm just the backup. I'm telling you the way it is, I'm just the backup. That's what's what's so impressive. That's what's so impressive with what, you know, uh, Brock Purdy's doing now that he's become the starter. As a backup, you're like, I'm just the backup. I can be afforded mistakes. And maybe that's the way Jalen Warren's approaching it. I say we continue to get both. But if there's a game in which Jalen Warren has the hot hand and feet and have good vision, then let that be the case, DK. Uh, I'll say this, though, as it stands, Jalen's just playing – with more production than Najee is on the same amount of reps, if not less. If I'm a coach, I do find ways to incorporate him in, in situations that allows him to be successful. Maybe it's Najee goes out. They bring in a different personnel when Jalen Warren comes in the game too. That's a softer box when you're blocking against uh, a defense that's a for Jalen versus Najee, who you know is going to be a primary runner.
2: That's what we're seeing here. Cody comes in or a lot of, well, while you're speaking, Cody says, put Najee in to beat the defense down, soften them up for Warren to bust through. That's a great point. Want to hear another one? What's Matt that? Wilcox. Najee's value is in December and January. You know what? We saw that. Yes, we have. Okay. Uh, that is that is something that's significant. Uh, my answer to everybody who brings up, <coughs> excuse me, Najee versus Jalen is both. Yeah. If you need to if you need to restructure them situationally or whatever it is or go with the hot hand, I can promise you that after that one series that Jalen had that everybody rightly went completely gaga over in the fourth quarter. Yeah, I can promise you Jalen would have had nothing left for the next series. Am I Again, right? Nothing.
0: it's the backup. It is the backup, DK. And that's how we gotta kind of approach this. It's the backup. You play more freely when you're the backup. Think about when you got to put the ball in the starter's hand, everything ramps up a little bit more, DK. And and the concentration, and as you just said, the workload. Can Jalen handle that workload the same way we expect Najee to?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, Leslie, Leslie just could have killed the entire conversation with one word. Both. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It, it's and, and the more you do that, the way you guys did, Moan with Le'Veon Bell, uh and, and D'Angelo Williams. Give him a little bit of yin. Give him some yang. Give him some zig. Give him some zag.
0: And that's what I'm telling you. That's all that's necessary out here is is to have both, enjoy both. We talk about Le'Veon and D. Will. Like you said, that was good. I mean, Rashad and Melody. It was good when uh when 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 uh what's his name had uh Willie Parker mm-hmm. and the bus. It oh, was good. We talking about yin and yang? Whoa! You see what I'm saying? <laughs> So, hey, that'll work. Uh, that, and that's all I'm saying, DK.
2: Very, it, very different. Very, very different. Make a difference. Rodolfo has become pretty good at this sort of thing. He he just senses. He has this inner clock that goes off whenever it's time to remind everybody that the Get-Go Cafe and Market, quality is at the core of every menu item. Three expert chefs. Let's call them Najee.
0: Jalen. Jalen. And Anthony. And Anthony, since he's coming back. (laughs) They
2: fine-tune every detail so that every sub-burger salad, wrap, drink, and app is crafted for what all three of them in unison refer to as craveability. Order your favorite entry at the Get-Go Cafe and Market today. Better believe it. Order it in time and head down there and pick it up for tonight's Penguins game. You know? Uh you got time. Eight o'clock face off.
0: The pilgrim, too, DK. I don't forget the about the pilgrim. The pilgrim man. is
2: around. The pilgrim is back. Everyone talks about when the pumpkin stuff comes back. No, man. It's the
0: pilgrim. <laughs> By the way, not the side. Are you a pumpkin spice uh, guy?
2: I am. What? Yeah. The problem with it though is that it it it's extremely hard to find anything that's sugar-free pumpkin spice. So I can't I can't okay. have it on any consistent basis. But before uh before I was told to knock off the sugar, uh, that oh. was that.
0: Should I also yeah. ask you if you like pumpkin spice lattes? Do you also wear UGG boots with uh with leggings too? Do you nah, do you that's
2: enough. All- <laughs> <you> <laughs> Locker room talk. for <laughs> City says Cower ran <laughs> <laughs> Willie Parker and then Jerome Bettis would close out games. Well, even later on, Jerome just got to the point where he was just being used at
0: the goal line. You remember that that weird stat? Somebody tweeted that out recently. What's the weirdest stat you ever seen in your life? Five carries, one yard, one touchdown. I thought it was three carries, was three it? touchdowns, three yards oh, okay. or something yeah, like that. That sounds right. It's some, it crazy. was something like that. see. I'll find a direct stat for you. So I'm sure somebody in the chat going to do it for us in a second. Um, but, yeah, that was that was crazy to think about that. This is what you want in a team balance. And, and let me ask you this, DK, when it comes down to um, what do you do after the fact whenever Anthony McFarlane comes back into the lineup? I mean, there there is hay to be made there too when you got a three headed monster like that, DK. There is, and and remember that he in his workload, and we were talking about this at the time from
2: Latrobe, was splitting a lot of different types of reps with Calvin Austin. Okay, and that was before Cal had to get kind of moved into the Deontay role. So it was also before. Boy, this is going to sound mean, and I don't want it to do it. But Allen Robinson. He's made some big plays for the Steelers. He made a big 10-yard catch for a first down on that winning drive the other day. But he's not Allen Robinson. Right. Okay. He's he's getting up there. He's not able to get downfield or anything of the kind. So I have a feeling that what'll end up happening here when everybody's back is you're going to see a little bit of a faded role, not entirely, but a little bit of a faded role for number okay. 11. OK, respectfully, with respectfully. immense respect and no negativity. Yeah. OK, uh, and here comes. Here's the here's the bet. Bet is stat. Five carries, one yard, three touchdowns. How? That can't be beaten because he got thrown for losses.
0: Oh, that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. DK, what a yeah. legend. Though. You know, what's crazy in today's climate of the running back mm. It's still it's not shocking. Let me let me not say that. But he got in, DK, and it seemed like they closed the doors on most running backs. With unless you had insane numbers in catching and also running the ball, it's going to be very interesting. The running backs now get in. Jay Quest, I love you,
2: man. Robinson is not Claypool. Do not put them in the same yeah, sentence. I kidding. know what you're saying here with the catch and fall, okay? But Claypool has now become almost a verb in football. Okay, and that's not in a positive sense. Alan Robinson is the consummate professional. He's a leader of this group. The room legitimately looks up to him. Yeah. And he has been a part of whatever successes they've had. Uh, individually, and he's really stepped up without Deontay. So, uh, no, don't play him. Again, I know what you're saying here, and I know you don't mean it necessarily in a bad way either. I just see those two names in the same sentence and go, no.
0: Oh, okay, since we went there, I want to go back to uh, what's-his-name question earlier. If we still had a save, DK. Uh, Francisco
2: was, asks, hey, Mo, might there be any shuffling anywhere else, maybe the offensive line, you think?
0: I mean, everybody expected to be Broderick. I mean, let's be real about that. Like, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's the one that I'm actually looking at. It's just like, golly, what, what are we doing, man? It, it'll be that one. We'll see what happens. That's a hard decision to make, too. I want to address this one real quick, DK, from Lorenzo. Mm-hmm. It was up there earlier. Hey, Mo, what is the difference of, uh, of calling the offense front upstairs than on the for, on the from, field? From upstairs. Uh, some people need a different view, okay? 49ers call it from the field. Well, that's because that's the head coach on the sideline, too. Shanahan's the head coach. Same way Andy Reid's on the sideline and eric the enemy is too it is yin and yang some like it some don't Some want to be focused in the way matt canada didn't react to the touchdown after the fact
2: some of you will remember that uh i promised yesterday that i'd be playing the conversation oh with kwan with, with alexander remember that yes i do a, co- remember a couple that. of you said can't wait to hear from kwan i've seen it over there i'm going to play this for you but i, I want you to understand that that the interviewer gets zero credit for any of this because the interviewer just says, Quan, talk to me." <laughs> okay, you ready? Here yeah. we go from quan talk to me onward.
1: Got into you guys, a lot of energy. As I'm turning around, of I'm confident. You know what I'm saying? saying? Um, the work we put over here during the week, um, we had it on our mind for real. You know, uh, we got a standard, man. We got to play still the defense. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and we can change that. You know what I'm saying? We can we can take it to wherever we want to take it. You know what I'm saying? So. uh, I'm just happy right now, man. We went out there. It was was fun. I had fun, for sure. (laughs) I can tell. Where did it come from? Because there's a lot of
2: distractions. Let's not lie here. Right, right, right. You can always keep it real here. For sure. There can be distractions. Mm -hmm. and and You guys just seemed like you just tuned it out and just focused on yourself.
1: Yeah, man. We uh, we just really controlling what we can control, for real, for real. So we don't really try to listen to nothing outside. You know, for us as a defense, we need to go out there and, and, and do whatever mm-hmm. we need to do to uh, get the win. You know what I'm saying? We got our side, and the offense got their side. They got 100 yards, and we have as long as we handle 100 yards, we'll be alright. This is True. a good corner of the room, isn't yeah. it?
2: Mm-hmm, No, for sure. So. So yes. Just these inside linebackers. No, for sure. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This guy we got, yeah, yeah, yeah. We got,
1: yeah, yeah, we got, we got people for everything. Run, right. pass. Steve, you know, whatever you want to do. And then we got the whole I mean, defense. And we how put how we all the defense up, together with our other linebackers, the outside linebackers, and the D line that's been working. DBs they getting takeaways. You know what I'm saying? Coming up a hit. So. It's been fun, man. We had fun today. We just got to keep it rolling.
2: How many times did he use the word fun? Fun. Yeah. He cut himself off about halfway through and just goes, I'm sorry. This is just fun. Fun. Okay. All three of those guys were doing that. Yeah. I'm sorry. We're not singing the praises of these three guys and what they've become and the unit that they are and the distinct roles they've not just adopted, but embraced.
0: Yeah. It's it's good, and you brought this up because yesterday somebody says it's time to replace Quan with uh with Cole, and he was like, no,
2: there's no replacing, there's yeah. no replacing, <laughs> yeah, there's just they're interchangeable right now, uh, they're doing different things, but when you look at, at Quan specifically, and this is one of the things I've appreciated, there was no assimilation period for him, there was for the other two, because his his thought process was from day one destroy, yeah, okay, yeah. Destroy yeah. now. Elandon's was too. He just wasn't as sure <laughs> about what where he needed to be to destroy as well. And Coles is more technical because he's the third down guy and he needs to make sure that he's in on coverage. But they've done that job. They,
1: yeah, have, they have done
2: that job. And and I, and I I respect the hell out of all three of them. And by the way, Omar Khan for having assembled this group
0: from scratch, mm-hmm. and- from thin air. And what's fascinating about that is guys being free agents of older vets in the league. He landed and then Kwan's played in, in other places too, to be able to harness what they have left. Because here's the thing: I mean, you you love for these guys to be around one of them to be around in a long-term capacity to teach up potentially, man, a younger guy at some point. I feel like We're speaking next year. Sometimes we go through that draft stuff. Middle linebacker is going to be of the conversation at some point. Somebody from the inside, right, DK? Mm -hmm. But to get play out of those guys now, for them to come in and understand what the heck they are as a group, that's hard to accept for some people. Because some guys, especially at that position where you're the quarterback of the defense, you don't want to come off the field. But he just told you, looked over the calls like him and him, like we got something for everything. That, that is a good thing to have as a team because it's hard to sell veterans on those roles, DK, unless, let me say this, and this ain't champion coach T, unless there's respect there and there's understanding and you know the organization that you're playing for too. It's not a clown show as much as, you know, um, certain former quarterbacks want to say that they played in the 70s say, you know? Mm-hmm. It's not a clown show inside that locker room. And when it's good, it's good. And you can't supplement what guys are willing to do for you in those moments. You know, they were supposed to lose that game by Vegas standards, by almost everybody's standards, DK, right? Yes. And here we are sitting fat, happy, and sassy on a Tuesday because they got a dub because those dudes, as he said, Quan said a second ago, everybody's got something on that defense that they're capable of doing, and the offense eventually is going to have to come along with them, DK. That's fair to say, too.
2: Yeah, this is – Roy points out here that you see the joy – um uh, inside linebackers shouldn't be avoiding contact. I don't want to be I don't want to be that guy that dredges up stuff from the past or whatever, but we we saw inside linebacker play over the past 3 4 years it was just wow. I mean and, and, and I'm mostly referring of course to Devin Bush. I don't want to yeah. make make sure that I'm not throwing other guys into that mix, but these guys are are living for it. And you know who did not lead the Steelers in tackles?
0: Minka. Sunday Minka <laughs> Remember we were just talking about that? Mika's doing a whole lot of tackling. That's a whole uh, lot of third level this, or runs that they've had.
2: These these guys just got it. Everybody's talking about Quan's neck.
0: Yeah, that thing. that's one thing I noticed about myself and just anybody that's played. You know an athlete by the neck mm-hmm. is super thick. But think about the sport that you're playing. You're using your head at a good moment, or or it, it, for leverage. It, yeah, it is. It is, yeah. DK. Yeah. Uh, also, this too. I'm seeing a lot of surprising comments about your interview with Quan. I think people are surprised you do a good job at what you do, DK. <laughs> All I said was Quan talked to me, but but
2: the part of it that the part of it that is work and knowledge and whatever else is that you you get to know who you can do that with. Yeah. yeah okay. That's fair. Yep. If, if, if I walk up to, you know, someone who is, I don't know, a veteran or whatever, they're going to give me a look like, you know, not that he's not a veteran. It's just, it, there's certain personalities that you can yeah. push a certain button with. Uh, I had that with Arthur Mallette yeah. uh, w- when, when he was here, uh, just somebody that I could just say, Hey, here we are. Let's talk. Okay. Yeah. And, and he knows he, he, he knows this is a, this ILB Wait. group. I'm going to quote here. Jay quest yeah. is bringing back the nastiness that was missing these last few years. And you know, who's fed off that nastiness. Don't, don't think of this as being weird, but has been the edge rushers. TJ and Alex will tell you that they feed off of those guys. It's not the other way
0: around. I love, it. Isn't that cool? You know what it sounds like? It sounds like you got some older dudes in the middle linebacker that's sicking the young boys out. Go get them. Mm. <laughs> I love that type of stuff. This is why it's hard for guys to let go of the game because you have that happen. And I'm sure those middle linebackers are being rejuvenated by watching TJ and friggin' Alex do work. And not only that, have a guy go in the game in a, as a rookie. The J.J., uh, Joey Porter Jr. and get an interception. How geeked was that entire defense behind that, D.K.?
2: Oh, it, it, it's it's hard to even put that into words here. Uh, D.C. says, if Najee can find the cutback sooner and not run up the offensive lineman's backs, he'd gain more yardage. What do you think about that, Moen? It Again, I think he's
0: trying a bit hard, D.K., He does hit the gap a whole lot faster, it seemed like, then. Or at least his vision and eyes are working a whole lot faster. There are times I'm just like, if you're just a smidge more patient, maybe take the handoff a little bit slower. There are peelback lanes, DK, that I've seen on tape, and I don't know their blocking scheme the way they do, and I've never been a running back. But it sure does look like if he – I'm talking about a quarter of a second, DK. He got more room to work.
2: Sean Patrick says, uh, hey, Moan and DK, when Canada gets fired, either during the bye week or at the end of the season, who would you like to see
0: replace him? What about Byron Leftwich? What about him? B-Left's game's come up a whole lot. Y- y'all, we-, we do this a For a, a long lot. time now, yeah. It has. We do mm-hmm. this a lot when it comes down to us wanting familiar people. I love B-Left, and I would love to see him in that spot. But let's make sure we go get the absolute best person for the job because I'd hate for y'all. To won't be left. And DK, here we are right now. What's today's date on, on uh, October 10th? Mm-hmm. Right? They asked asking for be left. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, Siri. Okay, all right, I heard you. Oh, asking for be left. And this time next year, yeah, she is. That's actually you. really funny. <laughs> and then be left, don't do the job you want them to, him, you hate them. So that's why I'm hesitant to be like, yeah, let's go be left because I like them. Smart. Super smart dude. But Pittsburgh is a hard place to be a coach at in general.
2: Donnan has a terrific question here. He says, he says, Hey DK, does it seem like the team is bonding now? I'm going to answer this briefly moan, but I want to throw this to you here. Cause here's what I'm thinking about. Bonding is easy when you win. It is. Everybody loves everybody. Everybody's back slapping. Everybody, everybody's high five and everybody to me your bonding occurred in the week of prep to lead up to that event. Yeah. When everybody's talking about how Kenny Pickett had the offense focused, tune out the noise, tune out the Matt Canada stuff, and whatever else here, that's that's your bonding. It is. All that happens with the win is support, right?
0: Yep. That, the win is a part of the bonding. Honestly, yeah. that, that, mm-hmm. that comes from the win. The bonding happened in camp. It happened probably more, DK, when you lose. And then you go out and you win a game like that. Like, uh, again, I say this all the time. People hate to hear it, but, like, those scars that you have build you. You know what I'm saying? What you hope, though, is from those scars, you continually get more wins behind that. But, DK, bonding is it – I mean, your teammates at that point. This ain't a question of, hey, you guys go in the corner and in the room and be friends. No, do your job right, and we'll be real good friends and bond because it (laughs) means we have a better chance to win games. That's why guys get super defensive.
2: Mm -hmm. And it strengthened after Houston. I described for some of you guys at that locker room, there were guys just kind of got together in groups of two or three and they were discussing stuff and they were just trying to figure things out. They're doing that on the spot. They're doing that before they get on the bus, before they get on the charter flight, they're taking care of it right there in the room. Yeah. Okay. That's your bonding. Like, again, it's easy. It was easy Sunday evening for everybody to bond.
0: And and I want to leave Joe up there too. Joe, Uh I'll say this. So what? To the Matt Canada needs to be fired thing. So what? If he ain't, are you going to stop watching? Viewership is high in Pittsburgh. I don't know if you guys know that. (laughs) Viewership is high. That's the reason you get so many afternoon and night games. So what if he's not fired? Y'all got to remember, you're asking for a dude to to lose his job. And I know we all are having an expectation and you get hired and fired because of your results. But y'all wishing it right now. Ain't going to force Coach T, Mr. Rooney, and Omar to let him go. Evan, sorry, go ahead. No, nah, that's, that's just me. I know how y'all feel, and this is a place to vent. Evan wants
2: to know why the Steelers don't play tempo more.
0: Young quarterback, young offense, period. Ain't no other way around it. Lots of replacements now, too. A lot of replacements. Think about when Ben started doing tempo. Was it year seven, eight, when we incorporated that type of stuff? Again, if you run tempo and you get one yard, another yard, and then you got a third down and long, that sucks for your defense because they got to go back out there and play defense because you're doing tempo and it's not successful. So why would you put the ball in Kenny's hand and make him do those types of things if you're not sure he can handle it? And I don't think Kenny can handle it right now. Uh,
2: really? Really? Good one here from Miss Pittsburgh. She just says flat out, so was Kenny calling the plays or not? Boy, am I glad we have a chance to address this
0: because – go ahead, Moan. I, I got this. Kenny has the ability to adjust uh, protections. Protections. It, I just replied, actually, on the NFL's uh, Instagram. They're like, is he calling Randy – because they tried to correlate uh, them going to George Pickens as a Randy Moss play because no. it was on the right side. No. no, They went Randy, Randy, Randy. You know what the left meant? Lenny, Lenny, Lenny hmm. OK, Leo, Ralph, those are words that you use left to right. Left to right. If you go back and look at that clip of Kenny saying, Randy, 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 the entire offensive line slid right. And I think it was Connor Hayward that stayed in on the backside of the block. He did that was a pass pro audible. Most quarterbacks have that when you start to see differences more.
2: And the Ravens brought the house and the house met another house. Kenny had just enough time to put that ball exactly where it needed to go. Also, by the way, and kind of relevant to this, Kenny confirmed all of this today. Okay, I ain't even on in the room south side. For that. Yeah, Kenny confirmed all of this. Kenny confirmed that he was just adjusting a protection within that protection. Uh, George, the the play was designed earlier in the week by Matt Canada. Yeah. And it was it was set up in a way that this was exactly how it was supposed to work. They expected cover 0. They expected it, they got it. That's mm-hmm. something that Mike Tomlin acknowledged. So all Kenny has to do is go up to the line and see which way they're weighted. Yeah. Which way are they weighted? The meaning the Ravens. All right. There's more over here than over there. Slide over. Connor Hayward makes the adjustment. Everybody holds their block just long enough. George, what he has to do is is beat Marlon Humphrey. Yeah. What he yeah. didn't have to do was beat him like a rented mule exactly. here on hockey night, I can say. Okay. But he did. He humiliated a really, really, really established yep. cornerback in this league. And, yep. And Kenny put the ball where it needed to go, and that's it. But the credit for the play call goes to
0: the coordinator. So, Jim asked this question, so why not just say left or right? Why don't you just call your wife by her name? Laura, Jessica, Ashley, okay? Because the offense is built on multiple of right, R and L words. We had Ringo, Ricky, Ray. Those were the Lenny, Leo, Lefty, Righty. <laughs> it's so many different words. Why just say left and right when, when Randy clearly means R with a Y at the end of it? Go Y. Leo means stay in, Lenny means just this, Liz means all the way out there. There are so many different words that mean right and left, but don't take you outside the box. That right there was clearly a full slide, and you want to know why? The left tackle also went down, and you kept the tight end in on the backside. Yes. That's a full slide, Max Protection.
2: Yeah, that's not messing around. That's saying we're going to do anything and everything to keep the quarterback clean long enough to put this ball up in the air, and they did that. If you want to become a member, by the way, if you've noticed that some names are in green and some aren't, and some have really fancy cool emojis and some don't, go to DKPS.net slash join. Uh, all you do is you take that and just type it up into your URL. DKPS.net slash join. I want to welcome Nick as a new member, and I want to yeah. welcome Michael as a new member, no
0: doubt. and
2: I want to thank Roland, the tenant, for his contribution, and he asks... Hey Moan, did you see Robert Spillane getting his yesterday? Imagine that, an undrafted guy developing under Mike Tomlin.
0: Uh I mean Spillane is a ball player in this league. Now he has a name behind. It. I'll say this. One of the biggest things Robert Spillane did to himself was take Derek Henry on in the hole the way he did in Nashville that it's year. Amazing how one play resonates like that. One
2: play. Uh it's good. Through the see entire that. football world. That wasn't a Pittsburgh thing, Bone. No, I know. I know. You just do (laughs) not see collisions like that in this sport. Mercifully, this was like Dave and Vontez.
0: remember? Yeah. Where you just go, whoa,
2: what did I just see here?
0: Yeah. And and Spillane, this is the thing. Coach T in the front office gave him a shot, but I give all the credit to Spillane for continuing his development because he was a P-Squad guy for a few years before he actually got that shot. I will say Pittsburgh does seem to extend that olive branch to guys in his position a little bit longer, it seems like, than other organizations. And that's why you find guys like him and Rob Golden and other Roosevelt Knicks that flourish because of that undrafted status don't matter in Pittsburgh. Also, you gave shout-outs to DK. Uh, Got to give a shout-out to Levi Smith for five gifts given out. I see memberships going. And Daniel Pike just gifted another ten. Right now, too, DK. So we're getting more members by the minute,
2: man. Uh, that's that's awesome. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad we're able to to call those out here. Cody says, when James Daniels comes back, do the Steelers look to challenge Mason Cole at center? Or
0: are you looking more to build continuity by giving Cole more leeway? Maybe Mason Cole's playing bad because he doesn't have James Daniels beside him. There's so many different things that can kind of go into play. He's not used to uh, Nate Herbick being right next to him. Who knows what it is? When you have a backup lineman beside you, your communication will take away from your play. That's why in practice I'd always be harder on dudes who are spot starters because we don't need to be talking. You don't need to affect my play by me trying to help you on game day. I'm not excusing how Mason Cole's play has been as of late, but let's see when James Daniel get back and you put him in his right position.
2: Francesco says, I feel like the the picket to Pickens touchdown is blinding fans to how bad the offense was against the Ravens. The Steelers are still a bad football team finding ways to win. I don't think, I don't know that anybody's blinded to that. I, I think yeah. it's a fair way to look at the situation, especially over the first three quarters and really part of the fourth. However, however, Francesco, the one thing that I would say is you're limiting that drive to just the one pass. A lot of good things happen. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Over that fourth quarter, Jalen Warren made a lot of plays. Mm -hmm. A lot of good blocks were thrown. Uh, George made other good catches. I mentioned the Allen Robinson catch. Uh, You know, Jalen was the one who said to me after the game that he feels like to an extent, the Steelers had a little bit of a breakthrough offensively. Now, maybe he's right. Maybe he's wrong. Maybe the bye week is too long of a break to sustain (laughs) momentum. You know what I mean? Yeah,
0: Yeah. But
2: maybe he's right. He's out there. We're not.
0: No doubt about it, and it's also this to Francesco's point, too. Uh, no, no, my bad. Right here, uh, he Ron Smith comes in and said, I have to apologize, I have to, I have apologies for my blasphemy when I said Terrell Austin has lost the defensive locker room and I de recovered the recovered in prize fashion football emotions. Okay, it's just it is what it is. I put this up here, Ron, because again, Terrell took a lot of heat last week, man, and probably rightfully so. But to come here and say, my bad, that's the reason I start that one, DK. The defense did show up in a, in a major way this past weekend.
2: Brent says he's been doing gifts on Southside Beat, the show that precedes this. Do those count here also? We're all on the same channel. Yeah. We have four Steelers show on this channel. Uh, this is our headliner, the Ramon Foster Show. We've also got my daily shots, the Matt Williamson, Scouts Eye, and Southside Beat with the, our two reporters from DK Pittsburgh Sports, Chris Halleck and Corey Christen. uh It's all on the same it's all in the same family, all on the same channel. That's how that works. Alex Flores comes in and says, oh, and thank you, by the way. Thank Alex, you, Alex Flores says, hey, Moan, TJ's the <laughs> sack leader in the NFL. Why doesn't he get the respect that Micah Parsons gets? I saw the Cowboys game, and he doesn't change games
0: the way TJ does. Jerry Jones has done a good job with their publicity. That's all I got to <laughs> tell you. I think, and, and here's the thing, too, Alex. They can have all that pub mm-hmm. for Michael Parsons all they want to, and people can champion him on those platforms. They sit down on those networks on Monday night and Sunday night and talk big game about them. But at the end of the day, DK, not many of those dudes on those networks vote. Okay. And we talked about Stefan Gilmore a few years back when he won it. Play and game recognizes game. If TJ goes out and continue to crush it, TJ will be defensive player of the year again.
2: Dr. Shadow. Comes in with a hey moan. Did you talk trash?
0: Is yeah, I did. I still after or before, uh, during never before.
2: No, no, no. no. I met a play.
0: Uh, they had to start it with me or it was something that somebody on their defense said. Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't just about to go in there. Hey man, you suck. Nah, it was never that. <laughs> I thought that'd be great. Though. Oh man. I didn't really see much of your film. Can you tell me what your next move is? I can do that one. Or Hey, why are you laughing? Turn around. I didn't even see your number on the, on the program. What's your, what's your name again? Oh, hey, no. you talk to him. I don't respect you enough to talk to me. You talk to him and tell him what you want to tell me. I can go on. I surprise my kids sometimes because they see me laughing. I'm like, don't let this laugh fool y'all, okay? Or the people that I work with now. is like y'all see me laughing. It's because I can be a true, I can do, I can be a true prick. So yeah, I talked a lot of trash, man. I did.
2: Oh no, uh, <laughs> Spice says Mason was playing bad whenever Daniels was in there.
0: I, I here's
2: Let's my see. thing. I just don't want to move a guy to center in midseason.
0: It's too important of a position.
2: It's been two years since he's done that. okay? And now all of a sudden you're going to tell him to start developing his rhythm with Kenny and the snap and the ball and everything. That's the part that I don't want to do. One turnover, one, and everyone would be going, ah, I never should have done that. One bad exchange.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: Now, Nick says, realistically, with the Steelers' schedule, I feel like this team could get away with playing excellent defense while having one or two massive chunk plays on offense, meaning the schedule to come. What do you think, Moan?
0: Uh, I, I, I kind of fall in that, uh, that that the conversation with them too, DK. Uh, th- this team is slated to be able to compete in most of the games they have left. Like I said, the Rams, you got the Jacks, you got the Titans, you got Green Bay with a quarterback that's struggling. Cleveland, at Cleveland and at Cincinnati is where you guys can go dark just because I don't know where Joe Burrow's going to be at as far as his health goes and Cleveland's going to want some get back
2: they are but they're still not going to have Nick Chubb
0: they're they're not well that's true too I mean, uh, and, and along the rest of the way there is a shot it, it oh, really is
2: the rest of these teams I'm, I'm gonna read it out be okay? real go ahead it, it's it's the Cardinals it's the Patriots so, yeah. it's the Colts it's the Bengals and it's the Seahawks now I'm not on and, and the Ravens at the end now, I'm not saying they're going to run some bleeping table or something. The only point here, I think we're in unison on this, is that it's not what this part of the schedule was. So there's no 49ers the rest of the way.
0: No, it wasn't that. I actually started a comment, too, also a second ago. Was like, heck, we were healthy and got smacked. Yeah, Francesco, he's been hot today. Injuries aren't an excuse, though. Last time the team was healthy, Pittsburgh lost 30-7. to mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's, that's just to say this has been a gauntlet of a start of a schedule.
2: Yeah, Terrell Austin you know again was quoted as saying that he's not he's not ready to start <laughs> Joey Porter Jr. It's, Joey Porter Jr. is going to start. Okay? Yes. Yeah. Uh, but it, it, it's going to be a case where someone is it, it, I think you're going to see the Patrick Peterson move to the inside. Okay? Because we still haven't seen that position, that inside position taken yeah. by Desmond King, which was supposed to be why you picked him up. Yeah. And now you have You have an opportunity here with the bye week to tell Pat Pete, hey, listen, we love you. We appreciate you. We need you on the inside. We need you here. Okay? Yeah. Now, that still means you've got Levi on one side, and I know everybody's not crazy about Levi and whatever else here, but you've only got so many.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Who who said that, Gene Smith? Hey, on. AFC North is called the worst division now? What do you see? Where?
2: It might just be because the Steelers are on top of it. And the Steelers, in fairness here, you, this is a crazy stat here. The Steelers have a minus 31 point differential, which is crazy for a first place team. The Bengals are in last place, and they have a minus 31 point differential. You might never see something like that again oh, through five weeks of an NFL season. Uh, wow! Crazy, crazy stuff. Uh, but worst division, I mean, the AFC North has, has always kind of gotten a little bit of disrespect in the sense that they'll look at the records and they'll look at the scores and they'll, eh, but what's not taken into account, I think is the impact that the AFC North has on itself. You guys beat the living hell out of each other. Yeah.
0: Or you ask the teams that play an AFC North team. How does that work out for them? Are they sorry? No, absolutely not, man. Goodness
2: i going to take just a couple more today. <laughs> AJ comes in with uh, great to see the inside linebackers playing with passion. Steelers Nation needs it. I, that's a fair assessment. Uh, thanks for the quant interview. Are you taking any days off for the bye? Let us know beforehand. Are we planning on taking any days off?
0: I got to go to London on Thursday. So Thursday, Friday on the byeway. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was going to talk to you after the show today. Yeah, I got to well, go to London. Well,
2: we can talk about it right here. We can, yeah, <laughs> y'all,
0: my, my, my other job, uh, y'all know I'm sideline reporter for the Titans down here, and they play Baltimore. That's the reason that Ratbird picture plays both ways, okay, uh, on my Twitter. Uh, but, yeah, I got to go out and fly to London on Thursday and Friday. So Thursday, Friday, let's take a break. Now you have Unless you're going
2: to me, you, gonna run it. You have to be oh, – I'm not doing that again. <laughs> you have to be careful, by the way, with uh, the Ratbird tears on the way back through customs. <laughs>
0: <laughs> can I put it in this bottle?
2: <laughs> yeah, it can only be a certain number of ounces of <laughs> Ratbird tears that you yeah. can take onto the plane, I, yeah. I believe here. Jim Fairfield and others are trying to come to Mason Cole's defense here or showing some support for him. Uh, He's not Pounce. He's not Zermani Dawson. He's not Mike Webster, okay? But he was a really, really good football player in 2022, and I'm... Sorry, I, I'm I'm kind of sticking with him, you know. I think
0: it's there again. Y'all, y'all see how we ride this roller coaster. There will be dips in play again. This team got hot last year towards the end of it, man. And I'm hoping it'll be the same for him whenever he catches footing. We see it's bad, it's not good. Um, and 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 we'll see what comes out of this bye week, by the way. Uh, we're gonna take I love this right here. Though. Go ahead. This will be the it... last one. Oh no, that ain't it. There. this is no, just no, a good no. one. You got a good one uh this is Ryan saying again Hell, i was upset when we were 12 and 4 and lost to the browners in the first round of the playoffs that just goes to the expectation
2: okay remember what cost that game it was a yeah, bad snap so you want to be one. changing centers around in mid-season uh yeah. that's not something that football people do lightly when to Kenny's say the least
0: adjusted to it that's the reason i just wanted to hit that one real quick mm-hmm. man. that's yeah
2: that's a good one all right guys well, we might or might not have something in the post-show.
0: We just might. May or may and not, may. DK. We <laughs> might. Looking around for stuff. <laughs> All right. <laughs> we'll see it maybe in a minute. What's up? Yep, nothing. <laughs> Joe Cool over there. Extra stick them for the birds, yeah, DK. I'm I'm into this, man. I love that we can have a mutual hate on this show when it comes down to the Ravens.
2: I have to ask you when you when you're in that capacity because yeah. I know you you mean you're you're a complete pro, and when you're dealing with the Nashville audience, you're speaking from a perspective of someone who is covering the Titans. Yeah, okay. But moan, it's 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 the Ravens, and it it's is. on the other side of the water. You're flying to the other side of the planet to cover the Ravens possibly losing a game. There's got to be something a little bit extra there. It is. It's
0: just in the background. They hear it on my show. So they've already played Cleveland and and, uh, Cincinnati. Here are my... So every Wednesday I do a scout meeting Wednesday where I break down what I see on film from them. Here's my notes from them, man. I'm sure I call them bungles somewhere in here, too. Here are my notes from there. And with the Browns, I start theirs off with Browns clowns. This is a good week to have hate in your heart. (laughs) <laughs> and my notes are extensive in these weeks for those guys, man. If you, It's it's thick. So I blend it well enough. Uh, thank goodness I hadn't said one franchise over the other on, on air yet, DK. So uh, it's been pretty solid, man. I find balance in both.
2: It is opening night in Pittsburgh uh, from the hockey standpoint. I see people are still sending us stuff here showing support for the Penguins uh, in their 56th season opener. Uh, I, that'll be against the Chicago Blackhawks 812 face off. Um, lots of people stoked for this, and that's really cool. And that's also one of the neat things. I'm gonna say it again about this city. Uh, you'll see the same reaction whenever Moan and I are doing this show and the pirates are about to get going.
0: Yeah, no doubt, DK. Before you end with that one, let me say this. This is pretty mm-hmm. good. It's from a new uh from somebody I hadn't seen on here. Barks asks, What is Mike T's standard? I got one word winning. Is that it? I, we can go on and on, DK, personnel-wise, but winning, doing whatever the heck it takes, man, to get the job done. I, and I, Yeah, and understand when he says it, he'll, he'll also
2: almost invariably throw in something right after it that'll be like, did you see Rodney Williams out there? Okay, did you see him jump on that football in the end zone? Did you see him make that tackle at the five without which Joey Porter Jr.'s interception doesn't happen? That's... What he's referring to most often, isn't it, Moan?
0: It is resigning Brad Wing and a guy really selling out for you on on for a punter. What a story he is! Yeah, hadn't been in the NFL for six years.
2: Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Fought off substance abuse, battled back, said I'm still going to be able to do this. And he was. do You want to talk about a happy guy? I mean, I, it, 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 it was it was just a it was a great thing. You know, he was taking pictures with everybody, and then but do you know the best part about the Brad what's Wing that? comeback. He punted well. He did. did anybody
0: mention the punter? No. no. Shout out to – former teammate yes. of mine, man. Yes. Shout out to Brad Wing, man. And, again, I would tell you, I saw him go through stuff on social media because he's very transparent. I know depression was a part of it. Like you said, he acknowledged mm-hmm. the substance abuse that he's had and he's got a son. Uh, that's just one of those. Like, what is the standard, man? It's finding the Jalen Warren, allowing Brad Wing to come back, Uh I mean, watching Cam, pushing Cam to mentor Najee, TJ being a great teammate to Alex Highsmith, Joey Porter Jr., not allowed to just earn, I mean, get a spot because he's a young, high draft pick. It's a lot of different ways you can categorize it. And I see a lot of people say, well, for Matt Canada, again, you're not going to watch next week?
2: Vic gets the final word today and says... When DJ, meaning Deontay Johnson and Pat Fryermuth, come back, man, oh, man, it's going to hit different. The O-line, too, should be much better by then. I really think you're going to see, to an extent, a different set of Steelers coming out of the bye. I really believe that, in large part because of what TJ said. Just Mm got to get healthy. Got to get healthy. We can't keep acting as if these injuries don't exist.
0: Yeah, no. And just get healthy. I expect it to be different. I hope it is, too. I see a lot of people laugh and say, well, Brad Wing was cut earlier. Brad knew what his job was. Oh, yeah. He knew he
2: was here until... Presley got healthy. It's not like Presley wasn't getting his job back the way he was kicking. Exactly. You understand the business. Yeah, exactly. All right, guys, let's do let's do one more tomorrow before Moan puts on his Union Jack. He's gonna like the like uh who was the one from the Spice Girls that wore the all Union Jack? Was it was it Ginger?
0: (laughs) No, was it? it? I like the really quick confirmation I I got from the background. Of course, Dolly would know that one. I mean, she called the Ravens the Raisins. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was ginger spice.
2: You're gonna dress like ginger spice going on that flight.
0: You know what? I might. No, I'm going on there with with a long sleeve, some comfortable pants, and some eye covers on to sleep.
2: How, how about Mister Wood coming in here?
0: Like, yeah, it was
2: ginger. That's <laughs> okay. On it, now. it was absolutely ginger. He is telling on himself, He's isn't telling he? Telling on himself, absolutely. <laughs> All right, guys. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Right, bye bye. See you. All right.